It's a bonus episode. How about that? More boys sit down for a nice old chat with the Cartoon Network showrunner man who plays the accordion with two crazy hands. A podcast host, he's never bored. Talking with the likes of... Him, Magisword! Mario and Beans and a whole lot more. Talking with the host like... Joel Magisword! It's time for a show to start now. It's a bonus episode of Weird Pals. Joel, we have a special guest. Um, oh, we do. And I've dressed up for the occasion. It looks like he was dressed up for the occasion. I put on a tie. I also put on this tie. <laughs> okay. So, sure, he's the creator and star of Comedy Net. Uh, take two. Sure. No, I need a clean Joel. Sure, he's the creator and star of Cartoon Network's Mighty Magiswords. And sure, he's a staple contributing member of the Fump. And yeah, I guess... He just celebrated his 200th episode of the podcast, Kyle and Luke Talk About Tombs. But he's here today because in 2011, he covered Weird Al's The Checks in the Mail on the fan tribute album 26 and a Half. It's the star of track four, Kyle A. Carosa, a.k.a. TV's Kyle. Woo! I'm a staple. <laughs> let, us, let us all hope one day we can too be office supplies yes that was i easy. can't believe i recorded that song 10 years ago oh my god <laughs> the song was great uh so you. you have the whole album um what made you choose the checks in the mail of all weird al songs okay so i had initially chosen um I'll be mellow when I'm dead, oh. but I couldn't decide what my spin on it was going to be because I like the song too much. Gotcha. So I needed to pick a song that, you know, I like the entire first album, but I needed one that I was a little bit less attached to. So I would feel a, a bit freer to go in my own direction. Yeah. So I picked checks in the mail and went funk with it. Yeah. And he did a great job. The instrumentation is all over the place. I like it. Thank you. I, yeah. I feel like a lot of the credit should go to Mr. Uh, uh, Austin Austin Ash from uh, uh, Smashy Claw, and also now of uh, Needle Juice Records, who uh, just completely shredded on his guitar. Nice. That's that's nice of you, but it's your name on the track. <laughs> it's true. You're right. I, I've forgotten. I'm a staple. That's <laughs> right. He was the staple, not the paper. That's staple. right. Holding the paper together. <laughs> I'm always I'm of two of the mind that a cover should not be a, a carbon copy to use another office supplies a carbon <laughs> copy of the original uh both Joel and I are in our own different bands and we do some cover songs mm. it's gotta it's gotta be different because you gotta because if the song's just the same thing you might as well just play it on a tape recorder yeah I, I feel the same way I've done in the past couple of years for some reason I have been in the I've had the opportunity to do a number of They Might Be Giants covers for a number of They Might Be Giants tributes. Nice. And, uh, you know, I do try to go in like in very much my own direction with those. Although sometimes it's, you know, not much more than I can't possibly replicate this. The me version of this will automatically sound different. I think that's what I was hoping for when I went to do I'll Be Mellow When I'm Dead. And it's just like, I... I cannot. <laughs> I, I, I possibly would have an easier time now just because, you know, 10 years worth of experience has gone past. But, you know, knowing that uh, Shoebox of Warm Quartet, uh, you know, did his version of it, I'm like, okay, good. That's, that's good right there. I'm glad I skipped <laughs> that one because now that exists. Right. Yeah. 
Joel and I are going to attempt to, I don't really know what their project is going to look like, but I think we've promised ourselves that we're going to attempt to do a cover of one song per album mm. as the podcast continues. So, so this already- one's obviously going to be got a boogie. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the, here's the thing, because we were like, we'll do every song because that's funnier if we do every yeah. single song. So we did Ricky. That's time we- consuming. Yeah, yeah. Well, yes, sure was. <laughs> We, we did Ricky and we're like, this is funny. It's got our own thing to it because the instrumentation that we use and our voices that we have. And they're like, okay. Yeah. And then Joel was like, I tried to figure out, got a boogie. I got like eight bars in and I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> you kept changing the bass lines all over the place. It's not like that hard, but it was enough to be like, oh man, what? Okay. And then I just put it down. <laughs> I got the rhythm guitar down fine, but. <laughs> Disco and accordion meant to be. Yeah. That's yes. right. That's right. But yeah, got a boogie is. Uh, I love that song. <laughs> it's a weird song, but yeah, it's just it, when I was a kid, that one was really funny to me, and now it's just I'm like, Joel, wow, this is, I'm surprised this exists. On, Joel, stay on target. We're oh, talking no. about one song this oh, episode. Geez. Okay, true. <laughs> no other songs. No other songs. <laughs> no other ideas. Um, Kyle, you yourself play the accordion. Yes. Okay. Nice. So, what was your trajectory? What is is it? Yankovic-esque as the scholars say <laughs> or did you have your own path uh it was you know a multiple it, w- it was multiple things because it was weird Al, like I was getting into Weird Al and They Might Be Giants at around the same time Weird Al first but They Might Be Giants not long after and just kind of the prevalence of accordion with with both of those things that I just liked so much just you know what got me interested in accordion and it's just like it's not it's not really because it's a, a goofy out of the play out of place thing. Like, you know, that's why it was prevalent in, in both of those acts. Uh, and you know, that's it's I just like the way an accordion sounds in rock. Like that's one of the reasons I like Weird Al's first album so much, uh, even if he's not necessarily a fan of it. <laughs> yeah. But just like it's it's a very uh accordion forward album as Weird Al albums go. Yeah. Uh, and uh, you know, a little bit later, like I was already into the accordion. There was another act called uh, SNM and Eminem that also was like a rock band that uh, that had like very uh, very prevalent accordion, particularly early on. Oh, and I should mention, if anybody's giving me a sideways glance, is that band name? It stands for the members uh, Seamus and Matt and Matt and Mark. Oh, okay. Nice. <laughs> I can see that. visual visual uh uh, participants of whatever form will see my sideways glance to (laughs) comment uh our audio audience uh sorry you didn't get the patreon that we don't have (laughs) shucks or the swell ties yeah or the swell ties y'all are missing out on a thing we're not providing yes (laughs) ties ninja turtle shirt all of it yes (laughs) I tried, I found middle C and I was like, okay, well, there's that. And then it didn't seem like there's a rhyme with it, although I'm sure there is. But yeah, the key part, that part's Yeah, fine. the barrier to entry <laughs> on accordion seems so high because the, the one hand you're like, okay, I understand that. And then the other hand is like, your guess is as good as ours. <laughs> I, I think that you'll find that not just with accordions, but in life, the barrier for entry for things becomes a lot lower when you stop caring about doing things correctly. Oh, oh yes. my gosh, put That's that good. on a shirt. <laughs> That's a lot of letters for a shirt, but okay. <laughs> put it on a large shirt. No, extra large. <laughs> I feel like if you like uh, lean into your imposter syndrome and just make it a way of life, you, you should you, you, you do all right. Yeah. That's right. 
<laughs> totally. Um, I the- am an imposter. Deal with it. <laughs> yes. What's the easiest chord to learn on an accordion? C, just like with everything. Heads <laughs> up. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All the white keys and buttons, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I feel like I get a lot of mileage out of being an unschooled musician who's just trying to like play the things in his head. Yeah. Because like I, I keep running into, you know, very capable, very schooled musicians who are kind of blown away by what I'm doing because I don't know that I'm not supposed to be doing it. Ah, uh, nice. It comes off jazzy. <laughs> kind of, yeah. It's the notes I ain't playing on the accordion. Yeah, that's exactly right. It seems that you have um, also submitted tapes to the Dr. Domeno radio show. Yes, similarly to Al, he gave me my first spin when I was 16. 16? Yeah. And that was the Bob the Accountant? Yeah, Bob the Accountant. I did my research properly. Yeah, which I've now (laughs) remade many times. Oh, nice. I heard the... the, fidelity version of it or whatever. uh the did you hear the why fidelity did you hear the why fidelity version or the phi fidelity version phi okay yeah that's that's the newest version <laughs> okay yeah i heard that one <laughs> and uh yeah that that one feature well that one features a lot of people but that one notably features sharing the vocals with me uh uh dark nes of the gothicals because uh he and his brothers back he and his brother back in mp3.com days found my old version of it on there and became a big fan and I didn't you know I found out talking to him at, at uh, MarsCon one year when we were both guests and I was kind of blown away by that and so when I went to do you know when I went to like remake my entire first album I uh, decided to bring him on board nice yeah the song was hilarious uh, thank you the, I like just the name Bob the accountant is uh, <laughs> that's a good full name <laughs> now, you were you were able to go on um Dave and Ethan's 2000 Itch yeah. podcast and you must have gotten a podcast bump because on that episode you were you were in the process of funding this project of the the Oh yeah the uh, the 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 uh, Commodore Touchdown album. Exactly. Yeah. So is this is this why fidelity a result of the success of hitting that goal? That album was one I was going to do as a stretch goal that we didn't hit, but then a couple of years went by and I'm like, I'm stuck inside. I'm going to do this album. Yeah. (laughs) Excellent. So let us hope that our podcast additionally helps you achieve your new goal (laughs) in a way where you end up doing it yourself years down the road. Man, if I had thought about it doing it, if I had thought about that, I would have started a Kickstarter. (laughs) That's right. Oh, and for this to for, be bumped by. For, for a show that has yet to debut, sure. it, your, your missed opportunity is huge. I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> Interestingly, uh, I was on Ethan's college radio show many years before appearing on that show, uh, just because we had, uh, you know, my, my uh, childhood friend, uh, well, I guess he goes by Jason Howard now, uh, but... Uh, yeah, I, I went to high school with him and then just kind of being part of the Albany comedy scene, he met Ethan and then I went on that show and then, uh, I, you know, I didn't even know Ethan was a Weird Al Uber fan at that point. And that just kind of became apparent later. Nice. Excellent. Nice. Okay, so <clears throat> I don't know if you know this exists or not. You probably know this. Uh, it's called the dmdb.org. It's the um, yes. Dr. Demento yeah. database. So I type in your name and... It's, it claims, which is not accurate, because which I assumed, because who would have all of these 
entries. But it says that your first time recorded here has a total of 67 plays on the history of the radio show was in 2007 as Sheep in the Morning. But what you're saying is that yours, uh, the, 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 the guy who has a job, Bob the accountant, uh, came Bob from accounting. Here. Yeah, uh, from I accounting. was I was not known as TV's Kyle yet. I was just simply Kyle Carosa. Oh, so you're uh, saying if I, I submitted type, that in high school? If I type in a different name, we're gonna go back in time. Oh, time traveling. Yes, and you will get that the exact one play of uh, Bob from accounting. <laughs> That's so exciting. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Doctor Demento started playing me uh, regularly again after I. Uh, started submitting things first to the sideshow of the bump and then became becoming a regular member. Okay, so there it is, Bob from accounting, parentheses, edit, and parentheses <laughs> from 96. It looks like it was January 14th. Makes sense. And, and I, I actually don't know how they would have known it was an edit because, you know, it was just slightly longer. Uh, Dr. Demento or somebody else on the staff made you know, a tidy little edit that frankly did the song a favor. Uh, but I don't feel like the splice is obvious. So unless somebody heard me say that somewhere, I don't know how they would know that. Imagine. But the internet's wild like that. It is. The internet is wild. Speaking of, we're going to go to a segment that we've just invented that we're calling, please explain your IMDb trivia facts. Can I suggest a slight edit to the title of this segment? Yeah, absolutely. Oh. Please defend your IMDb. <laughs> okay, okay. <clears throat> we need, okay, Kyle, we need a clean edit of that. We're going to use it. Uh, please remind me the name of your segment so I can ruin it. Uh, oh, sorry. Um, it's uh, please explain your IMDb facts. Yeah, I think you should name the segment. Please defend your IMDb uh, facts. Okay, music. All right. So one of those. Uh, little trivias on there says he can move his hand in different ways what does that mean can you show us the hand moves i don't know what oh, could Pee-wee. that possibly everyone can move their hand in yes, different you ways see, that's supposing what I was that thinking. they have hands that move i thought maybe you could bend them in half I mean, okay, maybe this is what they mean. Uh, I don't know that I'm double jointed per se, but yeah. I can bend them back like this. Okay. And like this. That's and, a different uh, it, way. And it does not hurt me. Uh, I did not know that this was not normal until I had a self-defense, like they had self-defense classes in gym class one day. Yeah. And like the person I'm partnered up with, I'm doing this to him. And I'm like, is this supposed to hurt? And he's like, ah, ah. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I had no... I had no idea that people couldn't do that. Right, so okay. for our, our lowly audio-only audience, uh, Kyle is bending his finger, all of the four fingers backwards. It's sort of like a, a negative 90-degree angle. Yes. And, and not really sweating much of anything. Oh, yes. I, as you, you can see, I, try? I, can't, I can't go that. I can't do nope. that. <laughs> um, Joel, do you have a weird hand thing that you'd like to share? Uh, I did get manualism down, which is the Michael... Um... Oh, oh, the uh, musical Mike. Musical Mike, thank you. Actually, Kiefer, musical Mike, Mike Kiefer. And, yeah, musical Mike Kiefer, and also uh, Dino Mike Cisneros, who is another uh, comedy musician who also works for Sega. Oh, nice. 
two mics who manualisms together <laughs> and and are regularly played on the Doctor Demento show. Yes, nice. Yeah, um, musical mic is great. Uh, my dad's friends with him, so I met him as a kid, mm. and he did this for me a few times. And I cool. tried to get him to do it lately, and he didn't seem as into it. But it's still fun. <laughs> <laughs> hey Tim, what can you do with your hands? Okay, thank you. Uh, <laughs> a double except... deuce. Yes. <laughs> We cannot talk about Homestar Runner. That was, this, is not, this is not what the podcast is about. Okay, so this is my it's left combat. hand. This doesn't work with my right hand, but only my left thumb. I can do this. Oh. oh he, are you getting, are you getting that? I need to put the reverb on. Little one thumb applause. It's a little oh, one thumb. I've awful. had no name for it. I like the one thumb applause. <laughs> it just pops. It's kind of like double jointed, which is really annoying because I play guitar and I need this thumb to support the back of the neck. And mm. it doesn't really do it that well. Um, and that is the end of my turn. Thank you for <laughs> our weird hands for weird pals. Those were some fun, weird hands. I wonder since... I thought maybe that was something you took pride in and that's why it was on your IMDb thing. It's funny, you didn't even know what I was asking at first. Interesting. I say lots of stuff in a lot of places and then yeah. don't remember that I said them. Yeah, no, which is fair. <laughs> I just think it's funny because somebody felt the need to stick it on here. That's, that's just... the thing. Who's the, who's the militant TV Kyle's fan who's on here updating your information? Uh, I'll put it this way. There are some very nice people who are... Uh, um, a little too interested in stuff that I do. And then there are some oh, okay. very not nice people who are a little bit too interested in everything that I do. Interesting. Let's hope we compound all of those problems for you today. <laughs> yes. You know, as I get the bump for my Kickstarter that I don't have. That's right, exactly. <laughs> yes. Joel, what's another one? Um, it says you do not like the taste of alcohol, but enjoy some wine in your grape juice. What kind of wine do you like in your grape juice? That is a, okay. I know what I actually said, and that is a weird way for this person to have transcribed it. Uh, what I actually said is that I occasionally like a little something, something in my coffee because I'm big into coffee. Uh, and, you know, one of the few types of alcohol I like is, you know, say some Irish cream or, or something like that yeah. uh, in my coffee. Uh, I am known to enjoy a, uh, a hard cider from time to time. But other than that, I just generally don't have a lot of alcohol because I'm not that into most kinds of alcohol. Fair. But then, so no wine in the grape juice. No, I, I don't really like, unless it's a very sweet wine, I don't really like any. This, this sounds like yeah. it's some sort of like biblical translation issue where yeah. the original <laughs> verse is, I like a little something, something in my coffee. And then the updated NIV version is, I like a little bit of wine in my grape juice. Yeah, you know, I, you know, I speak Aramaic sometimes, apparently. <laughs> right. The yeah. truth of the verse is still intact. <laughs> sure. <laughs> All right. Well, how about this one? Avid fan of Super Mario. So what's your favorite Mario? I did listen to one of your songs that had mm -hmm. talk about, it was like you were describing Mario too. Yes. Uh, yes. It, it's it's the, had, to like, the, the tune of the overworld theme. It's, yeah. it's the, th the overworld theme to Mario too. And then I set lyrics to it, which are actually lyrics that I wrote in my childhood, wrote down somewhere and couldn't find. Oh, nice. And so that's me just like remembering it to the best of my ability and, yeah. you know, almost definitely improving it. But uh, Super Mario Brothers 2 probably is my favorite Mario. I realize oh, okay. it's the, on I realize it's the odd man out. Yeah. Uh, but it's still uh, fun it in was, its own right. It was, you know, what got me into enjoying Nintendo. I, you know, 
had you know i'd already like played arcade lots of arcade games and went to chuck e cheese back when they had a bunch of you know arcade machines instead of uh, weird little games i remember seeing a news report on mario 2 being a huge deal and then i you know, used to play it on the nes uh shoot oh the play choice 10 at the uh, local pizza place mm-hmm. and then for christmas that year my folks got me uh an nes which of course came with the super mario brothers duck hunt cartridge oh, yeah. as well yeah. as mario 2 and i just played the heck out of all of it nice yeah mario games are a hoot and, uh, <laughs> i liked that you even included um the toad that was in Link's awakening he gets talked about in it because i forgot it was the same one until oh, oh, oh yeah yeah because because like <laughs> the only other place wart has shown up was in yeah, uh, Link's awakening yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, that's that's, that's a, a little one. that's a little joke for those who for those who know. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I really enjoy Mario, and I uh, uh, like to make Mario Maker levels from time to time as well. I oh, wish nice. I had that when I was a kid because I would have truly abused the privilege. Yes. Did you get the new Mario Party that just came out? Are we selling Mario Party now to everybody? <laughs> uh, I didn't because I, I got the one before, and even though I liked it, I didn't use it that much. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah. <laughs> Wait, I blacked out. We're not talking about Weird Al at all. Uh oh. Off topic once again. Uh-oh. We are very good at going off topic. <laughs> Has Weird Al ever made a Mario reference? A Mario reference. Let's justify this tangent. With I can't think of question. one. I think maybe like another tattoo, possibly, but I don't remember him mentioning Mario specifically. But there's a bunch of off names. You know, justify my tangent is a. Uh, Madonna <laughs> parody that could happen at some point. Just to find my tangent. <laughs> okay, your paths with Weird Al mm-hmm. uh, converge in the real world when it's true. you uh, get to uh, what's the verb I'm looking for? Create? Collaborate? Collaborate. Stop, collaborate, listen. Stop, oh! collaborate, <laughs> listen. Imagine Tim completing the thought. Uh, here's uh, the song is uh, the song is Tim the creator of uh, Mighty Magiswords which is a bonkers I would say uh, concept wrapped up in the the, like a like the jokes per minute in this show (laughs) is uh, makes it difficult to uh Mm, here's another thought that doesn't have an ending. Uh, uh, there's a lot of them, and <laughs> yes, that's true. Yes, there are jokes. Uh, yeah, I uh, watched the uh, one with Weird Al in it today. Uh, we actually had him on twice. Bob- oh, huh. Well, I watched the one with the the Boblet troll, bo- the Trollblins. Trollblins. Thank you, thank you. Yes, yes. I, okay, so was it really was enjoyable. It was kind of a strange situation where uh, before we made the TV series, we made a few. Uh, you know, we made some shorts intended for the internet. Uh, we made some three minute ones and then we made some five minute ones that had like a couple of gags that had a choose your own adventure element where, mm-hmm. you know, you saw the setup and you chose your sword and you saw how it played out. Uh, we first had Weird Al on one of those. And uh, I was led to believe that those were going to air first so that people would understand all of the references to them we were going to make in the TV series. Yeah. And that did not happen. Some of them are. Like, thankfully, you know, this one, uh, the first one Weird Al appeared in, Do You Know the Muffin King, uh, is not hard to come by, but some of them are very hard to come by. Mm-hmm. Uh, that one has uh, a few more specific Weird Al references in it, if you haven't seen it. Uh, okay. In fact, yeah, some of them... I didn't see that one, unfortunately. Some of them are hidden. Uh, 
you know, it is a, an episode uh, about a king that is a blueberry muffin. <laughs> uh, the blueberry muffin has 27 blueberries on it in the title card. Well, there you go. And there That's is a, a Magisword introduced in that one called Bunch of Little Holes Magisword. There are 27 little holes. Um, <laughs> Gotta keep the And number. at one point, uh, so uh, that episode was co-storyboarded by myself and the great Lutsky, uh, who is also a, you know, Dr. DeBento, a regular of some note, but he was also a storyboard artist on my show. I'd, uh, I'd say cool. he's a staple. <laughs> I would say so as well. <laughs> He's also a staple of my uh, apartment complex because I'm probably going to go over to his place not long after I finish recording this uh, podcast because nice. <laughs> he's two doors down. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, he, you know, because he was boarding that one, he got a few of his own references in. There was a part in that episode where, uh, you know, Prohias is, ex- no, uh, Vamber is explaining that she ate the the muffin and uh, to which uh, Papa Katassian replies, eat it! <laughs> nice wow that's also a really good weird out right oh thank you (laughs) yeah (laughs) got the yell down oh that's great i'll have to look up the that other skit i didn't know about this one so the muffin something guy but i'll find it with google track it down (laughs) if um here's a weird out question if uh your characters went to the shop and purchased a weird al yankovic magic sword Mm -hmm. what uh what would it look like and what would it do Besides the accordion one, we've already yeah seen. that one doesn't count. yeah because that, that's hard to say because we already have a very prominent accordion magisword yeah uh, and um, I'll answer your question then I'll tell you something else about accordions in the oh, show cool um, let's see so I think a weird owl magisword would like I think it would have to actually be just weird owl attached to a magisword <laughs> like okay. I feel if it's anything other than like you know a sword replica of Weird Al wondering why he's being held by somebody in a JRPG universe. I, I feel like it's, you know, uh, missing an opportunity. Uh, mm. And uh, looking back, we should have we should have done that. <laughs> That'd be great. Uh, but yeah, because I have an interest in accordions, uh, when we were, you know, first starting out the earliest version of the show, we were kind of in a uh, lesser known part of the studio, like people in the other floors of the studio didn't really know we were there like oh, we, weren't te- we weren't technically underground but we were so low in the building that people didn't know that that we were there yeah. uh, conceptually underground <laughs> uh, at some point and this was not my idea and this just kind of happened uh they you know were kind of personalizing the area to us so they had some magic swords wallpaper they had like some uh full-size magic swords that they mounted on the wall uh and then they found a bunch of mostly uh no longer usable accordions i assume on ebay and strung them up on the ceiling (laughs) and they were above where people worked so we were all concerned that someday there would be like a major earthquake or something and someone was going to get like killed by one of these accordions the most most cacophonous like osha violation yeah yes (laughs) I don't know if you guys title your episodes, but I think that's the title of this episode. <laughs> Kick off an Asosha violation. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, like I did find that one of them worked and I kept that one. <laughs> oh, nice. You there claimed you it. Yes. That's fun though. Just accordions hanging from the ceiling is an interesting image to me. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Uh, I like it. 
Okay, uh, last thing here is um, for those of our members who are unfamiliar, could you describe the FUMP and then as a subsidiary FUMP Fest? Oh, okay. Uh, so the FUMP is a website where, you know, a number of uh, different comedy artists will post a song. Uh, you know, uh, two songs generally go per week, sometimes uh, a third Sunday bonus. Uh, but uh, yeah, it, it's, you know, mostly those of us who have been kind of selected, you can also like submit to the front page if you'd like. Uh, but addition, there is a sideshow where, you know, if you have kind of your own upload space, you can link to a song there and once a day, a new, a new uh, sideshow song comes up. Uh, I jumped in on the earliest days of the sideshow and uh, after posting a handful of songs, they invited me to the front page and I've been a front page member for since 2009, I think. Very uh, nice. But yeah, uh, so there are a couple of uh, um, uh, conventions where a, a number of people from the FUMP uh, turn up. One of them is MarsCon, which is an otherwise not particularly remarkable sci-fi con, but you know there is a big uh, comedy music you know, contingent there, uh, you know, the funny music track, which is run by Luke Ski. Uh, and then in addition, kind of a spinoff of that is Funk Fest, which is all music all of the time. Um, I am not 100% that they are going to continue doing Funk Fest after this, after uh, the past year. Uh, like they had, uh, I unfortunately wasn't able to make it, but they had weird, uh, uh, weird uh, they had Dr. Demento as their special guest. Uh, and that was like for his, for his anniversary and, uh, that was very cool, but I uh, am pretty sure, I couldn't say for 100% certainty, but I'm not sure that they're going to do that anymore, but it is okay because we still have MarsCon. Yeah. Oh, great. Cool. That sounds like a really cool just thing in general. It's nice people can submit songs to it. That's great. Yeah. So I guess out there, everyone submit some songs. And hopefully, and it's, it's you know, kind of nice to like, you know, if I'm not necessarily like, like plugging away on an album or something, it's just sometimes it's nice to keep creative by like, you know, if I don't have something already recorded, just, excuse me, selecting a date on the FUMP calendar and going, okay, I need to have a song ready by that date. Yeah, I'll make deadlines. sure that it happens. Deadlines yeah. are helpful. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's right. Uh, well, Kyle, we appreciate the time that you've spent with us talking about some real dumb stuff. And <laughs> absolutely, we, we do need to call upon your expertise as a um, yes. as a, uh, character designer and cartoonist mm -hmm. and animator of all varieties. Um, uh, we need a we need a brand update. Uh, okay, we haven't even aired episodes, and we need a brand <laughs> update. Understandable. Um, you, what, your what numbers kind of, are atrocious. They're 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 <laughs> they are zero. <laughs> the um, so uh, what what kind of uh, as an artistic director or as an animator, what uh, what what do you see as a as a as a visual uh, uh, package in which we can uh, box all of this nonsense into? Okay, what? is the name of this show <laughs> we oh great <laughs> Let's, we've, gotten, we've gone so far into this <laughs> you, you have never told me I, I oh will. nice that's on that sounds about right We're Joel, let's that. put this on our, our post meeting notes that i should say the title <laughs> of the show really at any point that's branding my friend that's right yes. uh, uh weird weird <laughs> weird pals when we punch weird the, pals when we punch that into the top of the episode <laughs> So, uh, yeah, I would say that if you want to, you know, make that name stick, I, I think that you, it would have to be like either a photo or a drawing of the two of you kind of like in a, you know, friendly pose, like, you know, 
do you know what is meant by line of action? Yes, I, I think so. Or no a gesture idea. line. It's it's in a drawing where it's like <laughs> nearly the spine of a character, but it's like kind of the direction which you know the pose flows. I would pick a pose where like the two of your poses are flowing into each other. Um, but I would, you know, make sure that that is the focal point of the image of this podcast. So it's like, uh, but of course you have to get some Weird Al into it. And so, you know, maybe a signature Weird Al outfit, you know, be it like the classic, you know, Hawaiian shirt and bands kind of situation. Yeah. But like, yeah, I would say maybe the two of you in matching outfits, but still looking like yourselves, like maybe don't go full hair, just something that it's like, you know, recognizably out. Oh, maybe the two of you are holding a single accordion. Ooh. Oh, I have an accordion. Yeah, like maybe one of you is holding the, uh, you know, the keyboard and the other is holding the buttons end. And uh, yeah, we're okay. friends. That's we're good. We've got it. Okay. And we we'll both write have that least, down on our notes. We both have hands that do different things. You both yes. have hands. We have hands. Check. That's positive. <laughs> I noticed you had, um, I went to that Frump site and they had the band Power Salad on there. Yes. And I've known that cat scared of the vacuum cleaner song for so long and i just saw the name power salad and i was like why do i know this why do i know it and then i was like it's the cat the vacuum cleaner that song is just ridiculous yeah chris chris plays on my tunes every now and then oh cool an amazing guitarist we also have a uh uh a non-comedy band together oh fun nice how dare you more than one band well There was a Starbucks close to Cartoon Network, and I met this insane barista guy named Jimmy, who turns out lives on the street next to mine, like very short walking distance. Mm. Uh, And he fancies himself a lyricist. And, uh, you know, we'd worked on a few things. And then I'm like, I can't do as much of this myself uh, as I've been doing. I'm going to rope Chris into this. (laughs) And we've, we've been something of a band ever since. Cool. What's that band called? Uh, that band was called oh. the Drunken Pendejos. Now the band is called A Whisper of Reason. Oh, very nice. Yeah. <laughs> that's Did not you... Killer Calamari because that's a different band. No, that was a band that was kind of a false start with uh, the previously mentioned Austin Ash of Smashing Oh, Club. you don't have to tell me about false starts and creative endeavors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we worked on a number of like Basically, what we were trying to do with Killer Calamari is like I we each had like a number of like unfinished songs, and it's like, hey, let's give it to each other to finish. And at least on my end, that's when I was found out. Oh, I care more about these than I thought I did because I'm not 100 on how these are coming. Yeah, <laughs> right. Uh, great guy though, and I also you know continue to collaborate with him from time to time. Awesome. That's cool. Okay, we've come to the end of whatever the hell we've just done. Yes. And- <laughs> Uh, How much do you guys know about checks in the mail now? <laughs> oh, almost too much. <laughs> we tried researching it, and it's a hard song to find information on. I at least found the old demo, and the old demo was fun. Mm. I'd never heard that before. Um, that was, I'm assuming, just on the little four-track recorder he was using. But uh, yeah, it's interesting because, like, the song itself. If we may talk about the actual song, for yeah, let's do it. If you want to, if you want to, we can. We it's should. Like, it's it's just interesting to me because it's about an archetype that is not at least in its in, in its form that was very prevalent then doesn't seem to be around anymore of like this kind of greasy used car salesman type that like yeah uh david leisure was kind of 
you know, doing both in his appearances on Empty Nest, but also as Joe Azuzu, the car mascot. Mm-hmm. But like it was uh in fact it's a bit like what Peter Venkman was like in in Ghostbusters is almost mm. that that archetype. Yeah, that yeah dead archetype. Like sleazy person, or at least just empty promises over and over again. Yeah. It's just I don't know, it's fun. I just <laughs> <laughs> get a kick out of it. It's just like the song encapsulates just what everybody assumes that Hollywood is and right. to a certain yeah. degree might be. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's it's got like that vaudeville song, so it's got like yeah, like it's like an old timey Hollywood jam that people would like tap dance to or whatever. But then it's just like the sleep, the like the greasy dude in behind the stage who's like normally like counting money is like out in front like dancing, like throwing down the facade and like. Uh, and I feel I feel like it's it's a little hard to put a finger on, but I feel like it in a lot of ways it's kind of the quintessential like early non parody Weird Al song that he probably wrote as a teenager in his bedroom. Yeah, because um, because we talked about how he doesn't play the song at all, right, Joel? Yeah, I couldn't find no? any live performances of it. Like oh. even during the uh the Vanity Tour, it, like I looked at hmm. all the set list and it wasn't on there, and I was just like, hmm. I know at one point he said he left some off because he didn't like them anymore, or he felt they were outdated, or they were just too hard to play. So I thought maybe it was too hard to play because there's a lot going on. But still, I feel like they could pull that off. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I would assume that like of those, it's probably that it's a bit outdated, although I don't think it would yeah. offend anyone necessarily. Yeah, like not outdated offensive wise, just outdated in its ID ideas or something. But of course, that was that was something that was one of the things about it that appealed to me to to want to cover it. Yeah. And it's it's <laughs> Yeah, the idea is like lost to history and then like unearthing it and be like, this is what mattered at some point. Everyone's <laughs> like, oh, I don't know. Yeah, it's one of those things where the subject matter of this song really matters when you are a comedian trying to make a funny, relatable song. But if you yeah. are trying to make like some funk rock thing where, you know, the lyrics or what it's actually about aren't the first thing someone is necessarily going to think of, I feel like it works perfectly fine. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, that's enough real talk. <laughs> we did this whole like deep dive episode where I had to figure out that because somebody on the internet said it was a Beatles uh, pastiche. So I had to like figure out what the validity of that all was. And that took a long time. It was, it was a real <laughs> journey that we went on. And then they said it was a journey pastiche and that took yeah. even longer. <laughs> like, that's your journey. <laughs> now I'm just mixing up words that I'm reading. Yeah. And, and the, our weird meandering uh, inquiries led us to your cover. And I was like, well, we got to get this guy on. Cool. <laughs> uh, so what's next, Joel? I don't remember. I oh, we're doing uh, um, another, another one, Brides the Bus. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've been researching Queen the last couple of days. I, that's, I should know that. <laughs> um, I'm going have you guys, to... Uh, have you guys talked to Bermuda at all? I, I have in the past, um, like he got me backstage a couple of times just because uh, he likes old blues music and my job is around old blues music. So um, that's my little connection towards him, but I haven't actually contacted him or anything. Because I, I do know that he, you know, likes to, you know, he, he likes to be the conduit to the fans a lot. I think he, he has yeah. a lot of fun doing that. And he's a super nice guy. Uh, if you were going to have him on for an episode, the 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 one where he bangs on the box is probably a good yeah, candidate. because that's when they first met and everything. So it's like a that's yeah. a good one. Um, but yeah, I could I should email him. I mean, he's I'm at least friendly with him because I've talked to him in person a few times. And he I'm, would likely also accept your Facebook request. Yeah, nice. There I'll, you go, Joel. <laughs> I'll get on that. 
Awesome. <laughs> Just a thought. You know, yeah, it's, it's your it's podcast. Don't let me tell you what to do. <laughs> we will not take any excellent guests perfectly fit for our <laughs> podcast. Thank you. <laughs> no. No, you'll just have me on. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have you on every time. <laughs> oh, man, I'm a co host now. Gee whiz. <laughs> You're a featured player. <laughs> Where are you on the call sheet? That's right. <laughs> Fairly um, high because my last name starts with a C. <laughs> it's, it's an alphabetical call sheet. Oh man, I'm the host of this podcast now. <laughs> Gee whiz, this wasn't my idea. You do all the editing. Ah, uh, beans. Ah, <laughs> uh, beans. That's a good one. Love me some beans. Wait, <laughs> I have because of the peculiar way in which I like to say the word beans. I am somebody's ringtone. Uh, oh, beans. <laughs> oh everyone Wait, record that put that down ringtone or text message alert because it's a short audio clip you can just repeat one it, of but... those if it is a, if it is a ringtone then it's probably beans 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 <laughs> beans okay kaya um just yes um you've been promoted to host but should you not show up <laughs> for happens. the rest of these episodes on the off chance that you yeah i'll sit take all your sick days and bail out uh where can (laughs) our numerous fans that we've accumulated so far millions i exist in a lot of places at uh as tv's kyle tv skyle with no apostrophe because there are no apostrophes on the internet (laughs) excuse me that includes on twitter i am at tv's kyle on instagram uh, where I have fewer followers than Twitter, but more interaction with my posts. <laughs> you can find me as TVSKYLE. Uh, you can get all of my music at tvskyle.bandcamp.com. And you can watch my show, Mighty Magiswords, on Hulu and also HBO Max. Uh, but that will not bring you everything. In order to get everything, you have to also look on YouTube because there were various internet shorts. Some of them so obscure that I secretly uploaded them myself because Cartoon <laughs> Network no longer cares that they own them. Nice. Good on you. Good to do that. <laughs> Well done. Oh, I should also probably actually mention my podcast. Uh, you can hear Kyle and Luke talk about tunes at kyleandluke.com or anywhere that podcasts are not sold. Don't buy podcasts. Don't buy Unless somebody's selling a good podcast. Unless it's like Super Ego or something, then buy a podcast. Oh, God. I saw Super Ego live at Sketchfest uh, two oh, years lucky. ago. Oh, oh they're so gosh. friggin' funny. Oh, my gosh. We, uh, we it's talked like about... They were already the funniest thing ever. Then they're like, you know what? Let's be even funnier and bring on Paul up Tonkins permanently. Now we're like funny incarnate and the world will implode. We've <laughs> talked about our white whale for the show not actually being Weird Al at all, but being Scott Ackerman. <laughs> like a funny, like, like a ah, funny, weirder like, Scott. Very good. Like one step away from what we should be doing. Scott, will you do birthday checks for us? <laughs> Please. <laughs> exactly. I did have one song played on uh, Comedy Bang Bang That's when they the were like songs? asking people to send in songs and yeah. uh, they thought it was okay and at least one of the the Sklar brothers crapped on it but i was happy to be on yeah nice well you gotta you gotta tell us which which one it was the it was a electric shock which come to think of it is one of my more listened to tracks on spotify and that is probably the answer to that mystery as of why that song would be popular on spotify (laughs) okay electric shock yes nice
awesome. That was from when I was doing an album called Plastic Breach, where uh, there was a fake track list for Gorilla's album. I forgot around. to ask you about this project. This was <laughs> fascinating. And I decided to record all of those fake song titles because I'm like, they're perfectly good song titles. Yeah. Well, Steimo so there actually is, is a there. there actually is a Gorilla's demo from around that time called Electric Shock that sounds nothing like the song that I did. Ah, gotcha. nice. I love a good concept album, and I thought that was a premium <laughs> concept for a concept yeah. album. Because it was a concept album, it took me like seven years to finish while I like released two or three other albums. Yes, that's what happens with concept ones. Yeah, that's what Joel's is. Joel's is finally putting out his deluxe edition after how many years, Joel? Well, we put I put out the original recording four years ago uh, of like eleven songs, and then I just recently re-recorded them all, but with a book. Uh, on ukulele so it's just ukulele now but um, get but get this kyle it's it's a it's a story about a pirate and a mermaid and a sailor like it's all theme nautical themed it's called a nautical affair because the one has an affair with the other uh and then joel re-recorded it on ukulele in the key of c oh yeah in the kyle key. Uh, <laughs> i get jokes uh, uh, <laughs> but yeah so that's fun i also well, did i did do a nautical uh, cartoon oh. back in the day that also included some accordion. Yeah, very nice. Oh, that's the fish hooks, right? No, no, I did a short called uh, Bluebeard the Cow Pirate for Nickelodeon. Oh, oh yeah. Cool. Perfect. Yeah, but, yeah, thank, yeah you. thank you very much for being a part of this. Appreciate it. Thanks for Yeah, pleasure talking time. to you guys. This was fun. Yeah, it was fun. Uh, <laughs> and good work at just all the stuff you've done, all the songs on Bandcamp and everything. I just went through and listened to like a good like mm. 15, 20 of them just in random orders. Thank so you. They were all really good. It was just interestingly done and everything. So I just liked it. Even just very much. perspective, yeah. but then the humor on top of it. Good stuff. <laughs> that apple it's... one had me dying. <laughs> eating apples Thank every day. You. Apple feast. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> I watched the I watched the the live version of Apple Feast where there's a guy who comes on stage and eats an apple while it's being played. Oh yeah, that must have been Con Man Palooza. <laughs> oh god, it's so great. <laughs> I was like, this is something I could see my friend group doing. <laughs> yeah. Okay, um, we're going <laughs> to sign off. Now, it's really important. Our episodes have a really distinct sign off. It's where mm -hmm. all of us, well, usually just Joel and I, but now all three of us, we attempt to just say bye at the same time, starting with a lot of awkward silence. Bye. 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 <laughs> Sorry. See you, Kyle. Very cool. Bye. Yeah, thanks, <laughs> thanks a lot. Bye. show at weirdpalspod at gmail.com you can find us on instagram i made a reddit thing i don't know how reddit works but we're at weird pals on there so come say hi and um oh gosh i don't know we'll uh see you next time with just the two of us